I think I'm going to skip the ads and, and Chad, if you want to plug your uh, stuff at the end, I think we'll do that. Um, that'll be more fun. Plug Chad. <laughs> I don't understand why you guys are laughing. Uh, that was great. Well, thanks for listening, kids. Welcome to Try Try Again, the show that is a movie club. That is, a bunch of us friends get together and we talk about movies. We watch one movie per week, and sometimes we have a guest on, and we talk about it, and we enjoy it. Or we hate it, and we talk crap on it for an hour. Um, (laughs) This week we're going to be watching The Night of the Hunter, and I'm your host, Todd Perkins, and I'm joined, as always, by Stephen Comstock, and our special guest this week is my brother, Chad Perkins. Welcome to the Woo! show, Chad. Hey, Chad. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. For sure. The cool thing about Chad that's unique uh, uh, from any other voice that you've heard on the show is that Chad is actually a filmmaker and a film buff. Like, he's actually in that industry, in a way. And that is really exciting, so we're going to get some actual um, person who knows crap about film talking <laughs> today so let's not, let's not oversell it person ever he hangs out movies. with joss whedon Keep. he gives jj abrams tips all the time <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's chad so uh yeah no pressure <laughs> so i mentioned we're going to be talking about that movie the night of the hunters it's the one i apparently there was a remake later on but um it's the one from 1955 and um i want to hear steven's review first because I, the whole time i was watching it i was like okay i know what chad thinks about it i know what i think about it but what the crap does steven think about this movie so what do you got steven all right. Well, uh, when I first started watching it, I'm going to be honest, it was kind of hard for me to watch. I don't, I don't want to say it was because it was just so – it was old, uh-huh. but I think that's really all it was. So um, the first initial start of the movie, it was kind of hard, but then I got really into it, and I, and I actually really liked it. So I gave it, a, I gave it an 8.0. Nice. Solid 8. Sweet. Nice. So, there, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot that I – I mean, I found myself a lot of times saying, well, you know, this movie's old, you know, for whatever reason, the acting or, or how it was shot or how, you know, whatever, whatever the situation was. So I think like I kind of did want to give it a lower score, but wow. when the movie was all said and done, it was really good. Like the story was really good. The acting was fine. Um, you know, there, there's not a whole lot you could say bad about it, except it's old. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know so i didn't i didn't really want to knock it for that because it can't help poor poor movie <laughs> just like cuddling it in your arms petting it it's like rocking in an old folks home <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm not the hunter and i'm just so old <laughs> Classic night of the hunter. Just like it, man. Just like it. <laughs> Your impression killed it. Don't talk to Night of the Hunter. It's got stories for days. <laughs> Sometimes it craps its pants. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that, that's that's mine. Eight, eight, 
Solid eight. Hilarious review, Steven. Nice. Right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I um I actually kind of felt the same way. Like starting out, I I I thought like, oh, you know, the preacher's the bad guy, you know. Which is funny because I think at the time I'm not old enough to know. I haven't trapped myself in a while. But uh <laughs> I'm not old enough to know like what the movies were like back then. I haven't watched enough like fifties movies to know, but I imagine that there are very rare instances back then of a religious person being evil. Mm. You know, and I think like today, if there's a religious person, they are evil. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. the last time there was a religious character that wasn't evil was Ned Flanders in, in like the <laughs> late eighties, you know. He's the last character made, other than like characters that are in Tyler Perry movies. But um, yeah, so um, I was at first I was like, oh, this is going to be like it's going to feel like a modern cliche kind of thing. But um, as it went on, I was like, holy crap, this is awesome, and it got yeah. more and more awesome. And, and then it turned out being a story about kids, and at least that's what I got from it, and uh, I freaking loved it. So I, I'm giving it a 9.5. Wow. Uh, wow. I thought I was – there were some, like, actual, like, moving lines for me, and I was, like, pretty much, like – once he started chasing the kids, I was on, like, the edge of my seat, like, the rest of the movie. It was, like, <laughs> uh, wow. It was really scary. <laughs> you know, like, a murderer chasing two children. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 9.5. That's what I gave it. Chad, what'd you give? Wow, that's nice, man. Um, I think I probably gave it an eight point five. I <clears throat> like this is one of my like favorite movies. Um, I think that it does have some like age issues. You know, like there's like these big helicopter scenes in the beginning and stuff like that. And it's just like super wonky. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like your the helicopter's about to crash. <laughs> it's like oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> like if the helicopter had a soundtrack, it would be the oh, oh. <laughs> easy boy, easy. It's like the movie is flying the helicopter. <laughs> uh, but I, the reason why I wanted to watch this movie is just because you know I wanted to bring something different. Like I noticed a lot of the guy movies that you guys watch are like very like you know modern new movies and stuff like that. Like you know eighties, nineties, two thousands. You know like yeah. relatively new. And so I thought, like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to mix it up with something a little bit more obscure in old movies. And for me, like, <clears throat> old movies, there's just a treasure trove of movies that, you know, like this, that are black and white, that are old or silent movies or whatever. They're just kind of lost. And, like, you know, modern audiences just kind of generally don't talk about them anymore. And there's just, like, just a lot of, just a, just some little, like, goldmine of these little gems, you know? Yeah, and right. Night of the Hunter is like that for me. And <clears throat> one of the things that I lo love about it, and something that, Todd, you picked up on the first viewing, which is great, because I've seen this probably three, four times. And like the first time you watch it, it's just a great thriller. He's like a great character. And I think the first time I watched it, it was maybe like eight years ago. And like the main thing I got out of it is like, oh, that's where love-hate tattoos come from. That's where Ozzy Osbourne got the idea from. <laughs> like, Is that real, the, though? Is that true? <clears throat> like, is this the... Because I, I, wrote, I wrote that in my notes. Like, is this the origin of those tattoos? I believe it is. Oh, I okay. believe it is. Really? Like, this guy... Yeah. <clears throat> the guy, Robert Mitchum, who plays, like, the big bad preacher guy, like, he is, like, a really iconic actor, and this is a really iconic role. 
Um, if you guys like this, I really recommend checking out the original Cape Fear. It was made like sure. um, seven years later than this, so it's like slightly newer <laughs> and less like oh, <laughs> it's like just like a little bit smoothed out. But um, it's also him. He's, he's the bad guy, and it's also another movie just like this where it's just really, really creepy. What I like about this movie, though, is each time I watch it, I get more out of it. And like Todd, like you were just hinting on it that to me, it's just like a lot about kids and innocence. And it, the religion thing is really interesting cause also because of what you said, Todd, because, you know, religious guys are always bad in the movies now. Like they're always like it's like the cheap, quick scapegoat. Like, oh, why is this person evil? Oh, because he's religious. Oh, obviously. And then we don't ask yeah. any other questions like, oh, well, if he was raised Catholic, obviously he's a serial killer, obviously. Yeah. You know, and so it's just kind of like this cheap thing where it's just kind of like, OK, he's religious, so he's obviously bad. Um, and I like that this guy was really evil, but also like the main heroes in the movie were also religious, but on the other right. side. Yeah. And so r- religion did play this thing, but it was kind of like two sides of it, almost like his fists. You know, like there's like a uh, hate side of religion and a love side of religion that are kind of yeah. like always at, at war with each other. People like taking it to one extreme or the other. And I, I think that that's much more interesting when you don't say like, oh, all these people are evil or all these people are good like everybody's kind of like in the middle somewhere and so to see these two sides is yeah. really interesting and that's good that's really good. yeah that's that's an interesting thing i love like todd mentioned too the the kids part of it is really interesting to me um it feels like the big theme through the movie is like innocence uh-huh. and like all the adults in the movie even like the preteen girl like at the at the end like the teenage girl like they're all kind of like growing up and getting older and they kind of bring corruption to these kids and they kind of like poison the lives of these kids by getting into like bad stuff, you know, and into adult stuff. Uh And like that woman at the end, like she saves the kids by also being innocent and being really sweet. So it seems like innocence is also, also by wielding a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Innocence and a shotgun. (laughs) Dude, an old woman with a shotgun is pretty much the coolest thing ever in my book <laughs> she was cool where she taps him on the back with like a shotgun yeah, in his face hey, hey i pay attention i'm about to blow your face off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're gonna want to hear this <laughs> i love how she taps him on the back too it's like yeah. psst, hey hey psst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, i've never seen anybody like tap somebody on the back to get their attention using a gun before <laughs> Yeah, that's great. It's like, knock, knock, who's there? Shotgun in your face. <laughs> uh, uh, worst knock, knock joke ever. <laughs> she was a cool character, though, man. She I love her, like, oh, she said God. a bunch of, like, really cool stuff that, like, made me, like, scratch my head, and then I would miss, like, the rest of the movie for, like, ten minutes, because I was just like, ah... Like, one of my favorites is she said, it's a hard world for little things. And it yeah. seems like that's, like, the whole movie, like, summed up in a sentence. It's a hard world for little things. And yeah. that's one of the things I love about old movies that they often have, like, poetry like that. You know, like, they have a yeah. really great story that's really interesting and very original. But then it also has, like, some, like, lines of dialogue that make you kind of, like, reevaluate your life. <laughs> yeah. who, who am I really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the old lady with the shotgun said something really profound. I've been thinking my whole life. I know. We need more old ladies with shotguns and wisdom. You always listen to what they say. It's like I got shot with a wisdom shotgun. 
My favorite quote from that chick was, uh, my soul is humbled when I see the way little ones accept their lot. Uh, I was like that. I've talked to my wife about that before. Just like um, how kids like, like our cat died a few years ago. And my son was, I think like three or four. And I just like, I just told him like, look, the cat's dead. You know, he's not coming back. Sorry. (laughs) You know, I kind of explained death like a little bit in my clumsy way. And um, he, he just accepted it and he was fine. He cried for like a minute, you know, and he was fine, you know, and it's like little kids are like that. They just, they accept their lot. And I thought, you know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff like my parents got divorced. Shout out to my parents who are probably listening. <laughs> 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 but I was like, I was like 13 and my mom was like talking to me about it like, uh, I don't know, a year ago, a few months ago. And she was like, did you, were you as like, okay as you seem when you're a kid and i was like yeah i was fine actually and i think it was because i was a kid and kids are magically resilient and uh i don't know i just thought that line was really cool and poetic and uh really memorable for me yeah that's awesome i they think like the last words of the whole movie which is really powerful to me like the last words is she says about kids she says they abide and they endure yeah. And and like the things that they are abiding and enduring is all the crap that we adults put them through, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's that's I don't know, it's like a really powerful message. I, I, including the crap that uh the, their dad put them through. Yeah. You know, yeah, like serious. Their parents. <clears throat> yeah, like keep the money, don't tell anybody about it and because of that like they, <laughs> their lives were threatened. Yeah. And that ended up killing his mom. Yeah. Because of that secret that they had to keep because dad dumped that on them. Yeah. And uh and they were they still kept to it though. They still wouldn't break their promise to their dad. They're the only ones that had like any integrity in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And the, until and shotgun, shotgun granny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shotgun granny. Oh, oh yeah. That, so super, really old people and kids are the only people that uh really matter in this movie. Yeah. Except Everyone for the old this. drunk guy who like could have reported the murder and maybe like caught the guy earlier, but he, instead of like reporting it, he just got really drunk and passed out. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Great Depression, man. That's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you did. Hey, there's a murder on the list. Oh man, you want to get drunk? Better get yeah. wasted. Dude, what year is my, it? I don't have my shotgun handy. Better get wasted. Because <laughs> you know how uh, alcohol is famous the cure for depression (laughs) 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 worth it (laughs) uh okay i got a question for you guys why um i feel like i kind of got it but maybe i didn't but uh when what's the kid's name john when when they finally catch uh the preacher and john's like no, no. Is he saying no because it's reminding him of his dad getting caught? I thought so. I think he's saying when he was throwing the money at him at the end. Yeah, yeah. And that also and a little spoilers. Bit more. Everybody, spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he was like he was hitting him with the, he was hitting him with the doll, and the money was coming out. I don't think he was actually throwing the money. Oh, I thought he was saying take the money. I don't care about it anymore, or something. That's yeah, I think what happened was is that like at that minute. At that moment, like the cop said, you're under arrest for the murder of Willa Harper. You're under arrest for the, the murder uh, of this lady. Oh. And the kids ran and they didn't know mom was dead. I and so like 
the fact that they, you know, they don't charge somebody with murder until there's a body. And so she was dead. And so like, that's like the first time the kids are hearing about it. And so the kids almost like, no, no, you could have it. Like if I would have just given you the money, my mom would still be alive. I don't want it. So it's almost like the kid was like trying to, you know, go back in time and, you know, get mom back because that's what made mom die essentially. Yeah. That's really sad. That yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, the movie Thanks, was Chad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I actually watched uh, the second half of this movie with my kids. Not going to lie. Oh, wow. They wanted to watch it. And I was like, oh, they're not going to understand what's going on. I'm pretty sure they didn't. <laughs> you know, but it was like, it was a really heavy movie. <laughs> it's really heavy. Uh, we find that our kids love these black and white movies. That we've been watching like all these like old school movies and like I have a six-year-old daughter and I always think, oh, she's not going to like this stuff. She's going to get bored. And we've watched these movies and some of those old ones are like three and a half hours. Like there's huge epic movies and she's just like just totally on the edge of her seat. She watched this one too. So I was joking wow. around teasing you for letting your kids watch this and I totally did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they loved it. Like they – it's just – these old stories, like they're better stories. So even yeah. though they're not as like flashy and loud and colorful, like when you start getting into the characters and the story, it's like really, really engaging. Yeah, yeah, very true. true. And about oh. kids, what I would say is uh, they abide and they endure. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if movies. I can ruin your mind with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I should, I, when child protective services was asking me while i showed my kids saw i was like hey <laughs> they abide and they endure man <laughs> and then you then you grabbed your shotgun and slammed the door in his face <laughs> after you took the saw away from your children because <laughs> you know, uh, i don't even know what happens in that movie all i know is there's a saw <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. saw and bad, awful things happen. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure in Saw Four, there's four saws. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get ultra creative with the name. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> saw Twelve is just like a room of saws. <laughs> it's, it's Home Depot. <laughs> it's Home Depot. <laughs> There's no people in it. Just footage of sauce. <laughs> pure, pure sauce. It's like a Japanese horror thing. It's just like uncomfortable footage of saws at awkward angles. <laughs> I looked up. Uh, I looked up jo- the the kid actors, and they didn't do anything after this. Interesting. Really? They didn't do anything. No, I mean, let's. Well, okay. Let's see. Pearl, the girl who played Pearl. This was her last thing that she was in, I think. Interesting. And uh, she was in Kids Will Be Kids, which was a short before this. So she was basically in like one regular movie, and then she became a, a teacher. She taught interesting. Children. Yeah. You know what's really interesting? I noticed that with kids is that they'll have these movies, and they just pour their heart and soul into it, and then they just they're done. We did, I just made a movie with Natty, one of my daughters, and. She loved acting, and then this movie was like a bigger movie, and it took a lot out of her, and it was like dramatic and stuff like that. And she was like, "Yeah, I think I'm done acting now." And yeah. she, before that, she acted in like everything all the time. Uh, and <clears throat> I just saw another movie called The Fall, which I totally recommend. It was just this spectacular movie. And it was the best child acting I've ever, ever, ever seen ever in my life. And this girl oh, wow. was going to be like the greatest 
thing ever. And she just like did a short film after that and like nothing. And she was young. She was like, I don't know, eight or something. Wow. And best child acting ever I've ever seen. And uh, just nothing else, just done to get out of their system. Oh, wow. And I think it's traumatic for him. It's really, really exhausting. Um. It, like doing this whole process of just doing take after take after take, it's yeah, it's really fatiguing. Well, and then you see like a lot of a lot of child actors end up like on drugs and really uh, jacked up. Like their lives kind of suck after like after their kids, yeah. you know. Um, I, I was thinking of like Macaulay Culkin. He he went on like drugs and stuff, right? The Olsen twins. Let's say yeah. Miley <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say probably. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably not listening right Either that or the aliens took their bodies and mated with them and then put them back <laughs> they look or like both that. yeah both yeah. all of that is probably true <laughs> somehow no offense Olsen twins we'd love to have you on uh, find me at <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> I think you just blur it chance of the Olsen twins man <laughs> what <laughs> Anybody that's half alien is welcome on the show. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Just don't take over our planet. Now let's head over to random questions. Random questions. <laughs> okay, my, my random question is what okay so you guys are having a hard time with this question <laughs> throughout this throughout the movie the preacher had like this creepy song that he sang does anybody know the name of that song by the way that he kept singing no I was don't. it a, like a real song or was i don't a- know that's why i'm asking anyways that's beside the point so he kept singing this creepy song so if you were a murderer and you had a theme song apparently <laughs> what song would you sing as you are trying to murder oh i didn't get that it was my song like like a song that i would pick for my own soundtrack i just i thought singing it as you're walking yeah this is your song you're hunting down people slowly and singing a song i thought we were trying to think of a new song for this guy for this movie like if we were making a music video of him killing (laughs) (laughs) because i I got a really good one for that answer. All these, That's like, fine. All these like chicks and thongs behind him. And... <laughs> like a rap video. <laughs> what do you mean? Where'd you get rap from chicks and thongs, man? <laughs> Sorry, I meant Beatles. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. So my song. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're Chad. Yeah, Chad, you're uh, so, so... soundtrack. That's my song. That my soundtrack that I would have given him. The first thing that popped into my mind is um, "Crazy" by Seal. <laughs> like, no, you never, never survive unless you're wait, wait, wait. crazy. <laughs> wait, is Seal the kissed by the rose guy? Yeah, yeah. He wrote the, another song. The guy with the face. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's a song Did you from say the-, the guy with the face. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You know what he's talking about. He's got yeah. that face with the thing like a giant scar. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but but like uh but yeah, he like it's about the same time. It's not like a new thing. It's like Oh, okay. I think it like it was this is a song that made him famous enough to be asked to do Kiss by a Rose for the Batman movie or whatever that was. Oh, called. okay. Totally no I don't think I've ever heard that song before. 
But crazy well, is a good one. If you hear it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I totally want to kill some kids right now. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, that's great. Well... My song is a weird one, uh, but you might be able to guess it if you think hard enough or have listened to the show long enough. And my song is Till There Was You by the Beatles. And it's kind of kind of pretty, you know, and then it goes to that bridge and it's like, then there was music. And I, that's at the point when I would do the stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you'd be holding the note before that part for a long time. <laughs> there was music. I just like run. <laughs> also, I would never hurt children in real life, just for the record. Yeah, me neither, obviously. <laughs> you know what would be really great, dude, is if you killed people at weddings. Because then <laughs> you could that have like the pretty great. part during the ceremony. And then when it goes, and there was music, and then that's when it gets all stabby and stuff. Because the first part's like really pretty and it would really match with the wedding. So you could be like that could be your shtick as a serial killer is that you just stay in the in weddings. You go to weddings like wedding crashers, but that <laughs> crashers with a capital with a K. Oh, <laughs> I was just about to ask a bonus question. What would be the name of your movie in which the, that soundtrack there exists? <laughs> wedding crashers with a K. Also, blood's dripping off of it. <laughs> blood's dripping off of it. The K is a switchblade. Eh? Eh? Uh, right. well you picked mine i mean that's i can't i can't pick another one that's it's wedding crashers is perfect that's a good one wedding Man. splashers slashers <laughs> wedding slashers yes. you're so excited you were just gonna say that you're way too excited about that it was awesome admit it what'd you pick steven your guys' answer was way better than mine. I just picked uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> the Grim Reaper's theme song. <laughs> That's my jam. <laughs> that was him talking. That was my impression of death. Sounds like him. I don't know how that song goes, so in my head I'm picturing the bell tolls for me. I'm the guy for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. You nailed it. Just like Metallica. You know, I'm looking through their songs. Like any any of their songs would work. <laughs> we got the Inner Sandman. Death, Inner Sandman, Nothing Else Matters, Seek and Destroy. <laughs> ACDC's Hell's Bells. There you go. I'm gonna get ya! <laughs> Dude, you know there was like dozens of horror movies in the 80s. Probably Stephen King movies that had that song in it. Satan will get ya! Is that really how it goes? Yeah, it does. So my question is that if like the preacher lost his job and got fired and got in the unemployment line... Like, which job would you not want to see him get? You know, like, if you were, like, behind him in the unemployment line, you're like, oh, man, I don't want this guy getting this job because that would really suck, you know? So I was thinking, like, I would really not want him to be, be a masseuse. <laughs> what? <laughs> because, 
because then he'd be like, this hand is like love, and he'd be like gentle and normal and stuff. <laughs> this hand is hate, and then he would like punch your spine. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Be like, oh, that hurts. I was thinking it would be because you would—he would never shut up. He'd be like, dude, shut your mouth and just give me my massage. <laughs> Quit trying to serenade me. I know that would be—that would add to how terrible it was. <laughs> uh, I, I put. Uh, well, I have like five of them, so I'm going to start with. Uh, <laughs> Well, Stephen, maybe you, do you only have one, Stephen? Because I don't want to steal your thunder, man. I have a couple. Okay, I put my first one is teacher. Obviously, <laughs> don't. <laughs> this is how a switchblade works, kids. Watch me demonstrate on little Timmy here yeah, as he stabs him in the face. Timmy's evil. Everybody, repeat after me. Timmy is evil. <laughs> Timmy's evil. <laughs> um, uh, what do you got, Stephen? Uh, my initial answer when Chad asked us actually before we started the show was, at first I thought nursing home, but then I realized that would be his worst nightmare. <laughs> it's a nursing home filled with old people who probably have guns. So many shotguns. <laughs> Shotgun grannies everywhere. <laughs> but then I realized the real worst job would be preacher. <laughs> Pretty crappy preacher. That was good. <laughs> Uh, running an orphanage. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to see him doing that. Yeah. He'd run out of stock pretty quick. <laughs> stock? Yeah. Is he selling them? Hey, he might, man. It's like, hey, where are all your kids at? Where are all the 2,000 kids at your orphanage? Uh, I don't know. They, uh, they, they ran away. They took the Model T. <laughs> they told me they were with you. <laughs> what did you do? They told you me they were with you. <laughs> I leave you with my or- with my two thousand orphans for five seconds. They're all gone. <laughs> Another one I picked uh, was a lounge singer. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> Maybe he'd be good at that, though. You know, because he's uh, he's such a great singer. I wonder if yeah. like he wasn't singing at first, and then they heard him singing when they were like rehearsing to make the movie, and they're like, okay, he's a singing preacher now. You know, because his singing voice is pretty incredible. Also, hey, I noticed know? I noticed in the movie the only way was the only way to sing in this in the like in the 30s was with the creepy undertone because every song was super creepy, whether it was the preacher or just someone else. Yeah, it's pretty much that was like the law at the time. Like, sorry, it's not creepy enough. Somebody's cre- singing normal and a policeman like walks by. Like, hey, you better shut this down. Creep that up. Start shooting at him. <laughs> <laughs> Two counts of normal singing. <laughs> <laughs> Two counts of normal singing. Uh, you know, he, the guy is actually a real singer. Do you know that? He oh, was, really? Uh, yeah, Robert Mitchum actually, I just discovered this last week in preparation for this. Honestly, I looked it up and he actually has a Calypso album. Like what? he went to like Jamaica or something. Yeah, look it up. It's on Spotify. And he went to Jamaica or something like that. And he got into like this, like, it's kind of like the precursors of ska. And he just like fell in love with it. So it's all like Calypso <laughs> music. Kind of like, like, you know, in the Beetlejuice, like the day, we say day, you say day, you say day. Oh, yeah. It's like that kind of music. And it's like the whole, it's all just that. It's all that. That is so weird. The preacher and would also make a Calypso. great soundtrack to him murdering people. <laughs> 
Well, you know, like it's just because of the law. You know what I mean? You had to do all this <laughs> creepy stuff. It's law. like finally you have to <laughs> I get to rebel against the creepy stuff. So I'm gonna make Calypso. He had to like leave the country <laughs> to be able to sing different stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kept the album underneath his pillow all these years. <laughs> In constant fear of uh, raids from the police. Yeah. <laughs> like, all this tear gas through his bedroom window. <sighs> hey guys. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, <laughs> airplane pilot. I wouldn't. Uh, I would. I wouldn't want him to be an airplane pilot. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> You're all sinners. Just crashes the plane into a mountain. This hand represents landing safely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Terrified. Any, any job that involves hands. Yeah, exactly. Makes me awful. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if he was like your like movie theater attendant, like and he got your popcorn and he like scooped it and he like lovingly did it and he hatefully did it and he stared at you and he made tiny eye contact while he did it. <laughs> the job I would want him in is like an MMA fighter. <laughs> it's like kind of being wussy on him with the love hand, and then he goes in for the hate, but he's already his his forehead's already been caved in. <sighs> Classic that guy. Okay, let's head over to listener questions. Reader questions. Reader questions. Hey, Todd. What's up? Why did Jess call it reader questions? Oh, no. What an idiot. <laughs> good good thing we fired her. <laughs> I was totally going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Chad and Kate, you probably didn't notice, but uh, Jess actually quit last week. I, we had it as like a little segment at the end, and she uh, was like, I don't want to do this anymore because I hate doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she just hated watching uh, the movies that Steven and I picked, so. Oh, dang. <laughs> dang, how's that a kick between the pockets? I know. She's like, I like recording with you guys. I just, uh, I hate watching your stupid effing movies. <laughs> I love that, like, the premise of the whole podcast is like, hey, let's get more experience and just, like, watch more movies for the love of movies. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, but you know what? The ones that you guys pick make me hate all movies. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much the pretty story. Much how it went down. She gives uh she gives a spiel at the end of uh, the pulp fiction episode. So any uh, listeners if you haven't listened to that yet, listen to the uh it's like the last like 5 or 10 minutes in a new segment we called uh, what the crap. Uh, <laughs> she she explains what the crap is going on. Uh, <clears throat> no. okay. So back to reader questions. <laughs> According to Jess. <laughs> Save that uh Save that screw up by mocking someone else. Uh, okay, we have a, one question today. Well, one real question. I'm looking at these. Yep, one real question. And uh, our friend Laura says this. $10,000 back in the 30s is roughly one hundred and forty k now. Is that amount of money worth it to you to scam from someone? Or would it have to be more for you to want to pull a con like that? I'm going to say I'm not going to slit someone's throat for any amount of money <laughs> or like chase and try to kill children for that amount of money. There is no amount of money that's going to make I, me I, don't, I was just going to say, I don't even think any amount of money would make me want to murder someone. Yeah. Really? 
<laughs> I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to each his own, you know. <laughs> also, I mean, if I really had a number, I don't think I'd share it on the show, you know? <laughs> That's evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I, know that I, basically do, I basically do it for Quiznos coupons. <laughs> for Quiznos coupons. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Okay. Brought to you by Quiznos. <laughs> Brought to you by yeah, from our sponsor, Quiznos. Order the cheese and cheese sandwich. Uh, I don't know. I haven't eaten Quiznos. Like worst sandwich ever. <laughs> I haven't eaten there like 10 years. It's got cheese for bread and cheese for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheese for cheese. <laughs> Stupid Quiznos. It's the Taco Bell of sandwich shops. Uh. Okay. Anyway, how much money? Okay, I'm going to change this. Then, how much money would it take for you to just punch? Is there any amount of money that you would take to just punch somebody in the face one time? Pretty hard, though. You got to punch a stranger in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I think there would be an amount. Honestly, like what I would do is say, like, okay, like I'll do it for like ten million dollars, and then I would go talk to the stranger and be, hey, dude, listen. (laughs) I got a couple million dollars for you if you let me punch you in the face, and then we both walk away really rich. But wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be his money? Oh Stranger's well, money? no. Well, yeah. I mean, the, I, I, the way I phrased it, you're just going to get money for punching someone in the face. Oh, okay. If you're going to rob the person, that's a different story. But also, Chad, I think you're going way too high. I would say, can I punch you in the face for a hundred bucks? <laughs> there you go. And they say no. Then just up it, little one hundred and ten. One hundred one. You pocket the ten million dollars. Yeah, they they, they give me fifty bucks. I won't punch you in the face. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah, you're just assuming that they're not going to ask you. Well, how much are you getting for it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just don't. I, I can't answer that. <laughs> it's for a TV show. Shut up. <laughs> That's for my job. I'm not going to tell you how much I make. You don't tell me how much you make. Yeah, exactly. How much do you make for standing there looking like an idiot? Tell me how much money you make or I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) That was a good Uh, question. Thanks, Laura. All right. That is it for Night of the Hunter. Now let's talk about what we're going to do next week. Uh, Steven and I are going to do a little bit of an experiment which is instead of watching movies for the next few weeks, we're going to be watching television shows. Now, we've, we've picked mm-hmm. a few of them that we're going to start out with. Maybe Ch- we can let Chad pick the first one. Um, you have no obligation to listen to the episode or be on with us, Chad. But uh, we're, we want to watch shows that we haven't really seen much of, but that are mm-hmm. pretty dang famous. Okay. Um, and, well, one of them that I haven't seen much of that Steven's a big fan of and I know I'm going to hate, which is that 70s show. And, and uh, the other one is um, Friends. I, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Friends. Oh, gosh. What's the other? Oh, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, dear <laughs> Those are the next three that we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. Oh, may God have mercy on your souls. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that clip of The Big Bang Theory with no laugh track? <laughs> no, I haven't seen oh, that. It man. is so funny. It's so funny because it just like the jokes. There's no jokes. It just pulls back the curtain on how terrible. It <laughs> yeah, is. it's, it's just like there's a character and he's like, I have to pee, and there's there's just like silence for like ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right, what, do, what should we do first, Chad? Oh, man. 70s um, show, Big Bang Theory, or Friends? That's like saying, like, I'm playing Russian roulette, except there's no empty chambers. <laughs> <laughs> there's no empty chambers. Let's play murder. You guys want to play some murder? <laughs> play murder. Self-murder. Self-murder. <laughs> um, gosh, I, I don't. I don't know. The one that Steven likes probably is best your best bet. <laughs> it's okay if we we know we're gonna hate him. It's part of the fun. Oh man. It's part of the fun. All right. Yeah. Can we start with that 70s show? Oh, multi-camera comedies. Guys, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no offense, Steven, for uh, liking a crap show. I already know you're gonna hate it. I kinda hate myself for liking it. <laughs> So we're gonna watch that. I actually do have some uh, some family members that really like that show, and so um, no offense, audience, if uh, I'm saying I'm gonna hate it, and and we know how Chad feels about it, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm excited to watch it to give it a chance. So what, what we're gonna do is is uh, we're gonna pick episodes that we hear are the best episodes from you guys. So you're gonna you we're gonna ask you guys, listeners. You know, what are the best episodes of that 70s show? What are the best episodes of The Big Bang Theory? The best episodes of Friends? So that we're not watching just like the first few so we don't get maybe like the worst taste of the show. We want to um, we wanna give the show the best chance we can give it. Uh, but we're probably going to hate them all. Except for <laughs> Steven in that 70s show. But uh, we want to give it a good shot uh, before we tear it down. So uh, that's what we're doing for the next few weeks. We will start with that 70s show next week. Uh, and in lieu of our normal ad, I want to, uh, Chad is releasing some courses on the internet and they are awesome. They're about filmmaking, which applies to the podcast. So Chad, why don't you, uh, tell us about what you're working on? Oh, thanks guys. So yeah, I'm doing this thing. It's on lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. It's a, it's like a training website. And so I'm doing these like series of courses about filmmaking, like start to finish, like how to make a short film and each course of the, there's like 13 courses total, and each course is like a step in the process. So one course is on writing, one course is on pre-production and preparing to shoot, and the course that comes out this week is the course on acting and what what goes into acting and what do actors think about and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it goes into like editing, visual effects, the whole process. So that's coming out, and it's, it's been really fun to make that. It's been years in the making, and uh, it's pretty fun. That's cool, man. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, that's really cool. I am I am definitely going to be watching some of those at least. Uh cuz I've watched the trailers for. It. And you can watch you can watch like the previews of them for free and everything and you can probably even get a trial membership and and binge watch uh at least one course during that trial time. So Yeah. Yeah, look into the that. The writing course is what I recommend. <clears throat> like even okay. if you're not like super into movies or whatever, like the writing course is all about like storytelling and I got permission to like use like Hollywood movies. So we look at like Wizard of Oz and Back to the Future and The Matrix and Godfather and like we talk about storytelling and how to tell stories using those movies and it's really really fun. That sounds cool. awesome. How long is that one? How long is the writing course? It's like three hours. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's a good. That's a good length for a course. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that, you can find Chad's courses at lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A dot com. Uh, <clears throat> thanks for being on, Chad. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna wrap up with just talking about our Facebook page. Okay. So if, if you like the show, find our Facebook page. Just search on Facebook for Try Try Again. Uh, movie club you're going to find it it's it's it has like a blue icon and and white letters 
Uh, find it, like the page, and you'll see updates from the show. We're going to be posting stuff every few days about the move, the movies that we're going to watch, the movies that we did watch, and you'll see what, when a new episode's up and all kinds of stuff like that. Also, if you like the show, consider leaving a review in iTunes. If, uh, if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the show. You'll impress your friends, okay? They'll, they'll think way more people are listening to this show than are actually listening to the show. And then you say, I was on a show. That's how you word it. And, and your friends will be super impressed with that. So... That is how you get famous, okay? Rate the show five stars in iTunes. That would be awesome. And that's it for this week, guys, and we will see you next week. Beep.